welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. We are in Micah chapter 3. Read now the CSV. Unjust leaders judged. Then I said, now listen, leaders of Jacob, you rulers of the house of Israel. Aren't you supposed to know what is just? You hate good and love evil. Mm. You tear off people's skin and strip their flesh from their bones. You eat the flesh of my people after you strip their skin from them and break their bones. You chop them up like flesh for the cooking pot, like meat in a cauldron. Then they will cry out to the Lord, but he will not answer them. He will hide his face from them at that time because of the crimes they have committed. False prophets judged. This is what the Lord says concerning the prophets who lead my people astray, who proclaim peace when they have food to sink their teeth into, but declare war against the one who puts nothing in their mouths. Therefore, it will be night for you without visions. It will grow dark for you without divination. The sun will set on these prophets and the daylight will turn black over them. Then the seers will be ashamed and the diviners disappointed. They will all cover their mouths because there will be no answer from God. As for me, however, I am filled with power by the Spirit of the Lord, with justice and courage to proclaim to Jacob his rebellion and to Israel his sin. Interesting uses. Jacob and Israel in that in those lines. Jacob's rebellion, Israel's sin. Hmm. Zion's destruction. Listen to this, leaders of the house of Jacob, you rulers of the house of Israel, who abhor justice and pervert everything that is right, who build Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with injustice. Her leaders issue rulings for a bribe. Her priests teach for payment. Sounds like some Catholic stuff. For her prophets practice divination for silver. Yet they lean on the Lord, saying, Isn't the Lord among us? No disaster will overtake us. Therefore, because of you, Zion will be plowed like a field. Jerusalem will become ruins, and the temple's mountain will be a high thicket. All right, Tony, 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 what you got to say? Michael compares these leaders with cannibals instead of protecting the people they are supposed to lead. They devour them. That these false prophets proclaim peace when they have food to sink their teeth into, but declare war against the one who puts nothing into their mouths means you could guarantee a good word from them by filling their stomachs or pockets. If you were poor with nothing to offer, however, the prophets only had harsh words for you. This state of affairs would make it hard for the poor to trust God, and it will give the rich a false sense of security. The punishment for giving false light, that is spiritual insight that deviates from God's truth, is experiencing darkness. A kingdom man like Micah relies on the Spirit's power, not his own, and is willing to speak boldly, calling sin what it is. Micah condemns all three levels of spiritual leadership in Israel, leaders, priests, and prophets. They were corrupt. Nonetheless, 
They assumed God was on their side and concluded that no disaster would overtake them. They couldn't be more misguided. Jerusalem would become ruins. Mm. Nothing worse than thinking God is on your side when he's actually in complete opposition to you. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for bringing me home safely. Yeah, I've been driving since... I drove from, since 7 o'clock last night all the way to almost 8 this morning. Thank you, Lord, for just bringing me home safe. You surrounded me through angels. Thank you for your mercy, your grace, your power, your love. You continue to order our steps. Thank you for every single person that's listening to this podcast. This open the floodgates of heaven and just rain on them, Lord. Not just blessings, Lord, but rain your grace in them. Flood our hearts with your grace and your mercy. Let us just know how much you love us and help us to walk in integrity and pour that same love out on others. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died upon that cross. I know it was the blood for me. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.